listening to The Rick Z Show. I'm your host, Rick Z, and we're coming to you tonight from the Clubhouse Studio in beautiful Rhinebeck, New York. And I'm very happy that we have a talented guest with us this evening, Emily Melendez. Emily, welcome to The Rick Z Show. Thank you for having me. Very welcome. It's my pleasure to have you on the show. I saw you play a couple months ago, and I was just so taken by, I mean, taken by, my jaw just hit the floor when I heard you play. I said, I've got to get you on the show. I'd like to jump in just kind of talking about stats of your beautiful instrument. Now, just for the listeners at home that don't know what you play yet, you're a harp player. And I don't mean the harmonica for those people that say, oh, the blues harp. No, this is the harp. And you play it beautifully. It's a big, beautiful instrument. It's like a a feat of engineering. How much does this thing weigh? My harp is a concert grand, so it's the largest a harp can get. uh, And it weighs 85 pounds. 85 pounds? And you got to lug this thing all over the place? I do. You got a case for it? I have a soft case, so just like a slip cover, and um, I could get a hard case if I had $1,500 and wanted to store a coffin in my house. Wow. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, where do you store something like this? You can't throw it under the bed. Well, I mean, I practice every day, so it's, you know, it has its own little corner, its own little home with my bench and my music stand. and It's got to be within arm's reach probably at all times. Indeed. (laughs) How many strings on a harp? Again, it varies on the size of harp, but since this is a concert grand, it has 47. 47? Mm-hmm. You ever break any strings? Oh, all the time. Really? Um, yeah, the strings are three different types. So at the top of the harp, you have nylon strings, and then in the mid-range, they're gut, and then um, the lower strings are wire. The gut ones used to be cat gut, but that became unpopular, so now they're made from cow. <laughs> Especially unpopular with cats. Very much so. <laughs> so these strings, I, I noticed the shape of a harp it's got that familiar harp shape why is it shaped like that does it have anything to do with the length of the strings or it does so the longer strings are uh lower and the shorter strings are obviously higher so it's i guess you really can't equate it to a guitar because they're all the same length but you know you you make the string shorter by placing your finger on them like on Mm -hmm. a violin or a guitar so in the harps instance we just shorten the strings mechanically by when they where they attach interesting how long does it take typically to tune an instrument like this well, usually around five minutes, probably, if mm-hmm. I'm fast about it. Does it tune up like a guitar or like a piano? Is it more similar to a, one than the other? Uh, much more similar to a piano. In fact, it has the same types of uh, tuning pegs. But because of what the strings are made of, it's much more temperamental than a piano. Mm-hmm. So I have to tune it every time I move it or every time the weather changes or every time you know the heat is too high in the house or anything can make it change. Anything. You look at it wrong. Exactly. <laughs> so the wood, though, reminds me of a guitar. You've got rosewood and and you've got uh, uh, maple and you've got spruce and a lot of things that you see guitars made out Mm -hmm. of. So it's almost like a cross between a guitar and a piano, but of course it's nothing like either. It's got an extraordinary sound. Uh, Who makes this one? This harp is made by Lion and Healy. Um, They're a factory in Chicago. They used to make pianos too, I believe. They've been around for ages. They're pretty much the main harp manufacturer in the U.S. There's lots of harp makers in Europe, but in the U.S., Lion & Healy is pretty much pretty much the uh, most popular. They're where so. it's at. Mm-hmm. Wow. I mean, it looks like it's got... I'm going out on a limb here to say that this is probably a fairly expensive instrument. Um, it's mm-hmm. costly. It is. Um, a new one of my harps, so like a concert grand, would be around 35 grand. I think. 35 grand. Yeah. That's a lot of gigs. <laughs> yep. Got to play yes. a lot of gigs to buy that. Yeah. Wow. 35 grand. I mean, can you find them cheaper? I mean, if oh, they're yeah. not brand new. I mean, you don't normally see harps in Craigslist, you know. <laughs> 
for a hundred bucks, you know. Not for a hundred, but um, you know, people sell used harps all the time, yeah. And uh, yeah. harps depreciate in value as they get older, usually because they have so much uh, tension on the wood from the strings and the mechanics of it that they wear down very quickly. So, you know, a violin, a Stradivarius, you can have for 200, 300 years and they just go up in value. Harps, you know, you're lucky if you get 20 years out of them before you need to rebuild them or get a new one. So, Are there particular classical composers where their music sounds great on harp as opposed to other composers? Like when I think of glissandos and things like that, I think of like Chopin. He's got all those glissandos <laughs> he uses. And does Chopin music uh, translate to the harp better than other things or Bach or stuff like that? Uh, so when you make a transcription of a piano work by Chopin or something uh, for the harp, you run into the problem of the pedaling, the inharmonics, the, um, the accidentals, because the harp is you have to make the black keys with your feet with the pedals i have seven pedals wow so the translation from piano to harp is very complicated so some chopin pieces work better than others some bach pieces work better than others if you're talking about strictly classical composers that sound great on the harp i would have to go with ones that actually wrote for the harp in their orchestral music so like wc ravel even wagner on occasion Hmm. although he had a tendency to bury us a lot strauss wrote great harp parts some of them are very audible you know other things get buried so it just depends. But I, I think probably Ravel and WC are my favorite composers for the harp. Do yeah. you play Bach? I play some Bach. Mm-hmm. I brought a Bach piece to play for you today. Great. Um, yeah. I can hardly wait to hear it. I can't wait until our listeners get a, a load of this sound. It is just unbelievable. We would be honored if you'd play some for us. Great. Shall I do it now? Please. Okay. This is um, from the second uh, suite of the Well-Tempered Clavier, and it is Prelude and Fugue number 9. Thank you. 
was really great, Emily. Thank you. Really great. And why shouldn't it be great? You have a degree, a master's degree, in harp performance. I do. From no less a school than Juilliard. Congratulations for that. Not, oh, a, not everybody can do that. Uh, tough audition? Ooh, yeah, very much so. Legendary auditions uh, that they have. You were telling me a little bit before we were uh, taping that uh, you have to just play something over and over and over again because you have to make audition tapes and they have to be perfect. Mm -hmm. Well, close to perfect. I've never actually made anything completely perfect in my life, but that's the way it goes. <laughs> there would be no soul in it if you made it perfect. Yeah. That's, that's what I think. But what do I know? I, I could live to be 100 and I wouldn't be able to play this good. It's, it's just amazing. Uh, you also uh, work at Bard College in their concert band, yeah? Well, um, Bard has several orchestras. They have mostly um, a music program in their conservatory, so for the college students. But then my program is a graduate degree. Most of us are post-masters, actually, but it's technically a graduate degree, and it's a separate program from the school. It's um, uh, the orchestra now, so we're another orchestra on top of the conservatory orchestra that's already at Bard. So that's where I play. And why Bard? You're from Wisconsin. You're from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, correct? Yes. You've come a long way to play at Bard. I have. Uh, well, I was out here for school for two years at Juilliard, and that's how I you know, heard about this program. It's relatively new. I believe last year was their fourth year, so I guess this would be the fifth. That makes sense. Um, it does. So I, they had never had a harpist before, so I was their first harpist. Wow, yeah. that's amazing. You know, Bard, for our listeners who don't already know, I imagine anyone within earshot of my voice knows about Bard College, but it's you know prestigious college all over the country. People know Bard College. There are a lot of well-known colleges in this area, Culinary Institute and Vassar, but Bard is really special because it, it focuses on the arts and they have they are a bastion of classical music, that's for sure. I've seen concerts there and they're unbelievable. And, and there are all these young people that are just unbelievable musicians. It's inspiring to see that. Uh, it's got to be a really creative environment to be in. It is. Bard is fantastic. I have I mean, the facilities are incredible. The campus is gorgeous. You know, we don't do much with the student body, per se. You know, we're kind of off in our own little Fisher Center world. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a lovely place, and the program is fantastic and immersive, and we do a whole lot, even uh, in the city, as well as here. So You know, I'm really curious how you got started on the harp. You know, most kids start playing the guitar or the piano or something like that, a more traditional instrument. Were you like seven, eight years old? Like, I will be a harp player one day. How did you, or uh, did you graduate to it from no, for another instrument? I was three when I started saying that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and um, my mom has no idea where I got that from. Um, but, you know, like my, my, my parents aren't musicians at all. And they had no idea what a harp was even. Goodness knows how I got that idea. But they said, okay, well... You can start playing the piano if you want. So at age six, I started piano, and they said, if you stick with it, then maybe we'll think about harp. So I stuck with it, even though I don't like the piano. And then when I was eight, finally, I uh, got my harp lessons. And I started out on a very tiny little harp that was probably 15 or 20 strings, and it sat in my lap. Wow, that's a great story. I mean, eight years old, you're playing this mm -hmm. thing. Well, and is it hard to find harp lessons? Well, it wasn't in my area. I was lucky. I was going to like a children's choir, like a once a week, you know, where they teach you rhythms and how to sing and stuff. And I mentioned to the choir director, like, oh, I've always wanted to play the harp. And she was like, wow, well, I have this friend who teaches harp. And she wrote down her name. And so I was just very lucky. 
Um, lots of areas of the country don't have many harp teachers to choose from, but um, usually you can find someone in your area. When I've heard the harp played, or when I've seen people play the harp, the person is usually a woman, I noticed. I, I, I'm not <laughs> sure I ever remembered seeing a man play the harp. Is that just me, or are there more women that play the harp than men? It's not just you. It's a it's a cultural uh, I guess a generational phenomenon really? um, and it's actually very annoying because men are better harpists in uh, in theory uh, because their hands are larger and they're stronger they're just really powerhouses so um, obviously there are exceptions to the rule but in general yeah they just have these big hands and get all the chords you know and if you have tiny hands it does make playing the harp a little more challenging but men actually were um, the ones who carried the tradition to the US from France two men specifically um, Grajani and Salzedo it was a huge instrument in in France 100, 150 years ago, and um, they brought it here into the American schools. So most of the people that took lessons with Grajani or Salzedo were, happened to be women, because that was culturally, I guess the the men playing it didn't translate from Europe so much, you know? Hmm. So it ended up being lots and lots of women that um, carried on that tradition, and now there are tons of guys that play the harp, actually. Really? Yeah. Yep. I know many. So You live in like a, a world where there are many harp players. It's so different yeah. than my life. <laughs> this is going to sound like a strange question, but can you jam on that thing? And, and by jam, I mean, you know, you get in a room with a bunch of musicians, regardless of what they play, violin, guitar, piano, and you just have an impromptu improv session. Is that something you can do with the harp, or do you, do you have to play written music all the time? Oh, you can definitely improv with it. Now, the question of whether I do or not, that's... <laughs> I'm I don't usually do much of that um you know when you're a classical musician mostly you just spend your days learning notes and um, practicing and practicing but you know you go to workshops where people are like you should learn to improv so I've done it in those kind of scenarios and you know with friends sometimes on rare occasion but it's not a huge part of my life but there are lots of harpists that do do that really so yeah lots of jazz harpists lots of you know pops harp stuff how about blues I'm not sure about blues. I've just heard lots of jazz harpists. It's you can't very really, difficult. You can't really bend the strings uh, that well, can you, um, on the harp? Well, uh, you know, you can do pedal slides. You can, you know, bend the tops of the strings a little bit. It's not always super audible. It's an entirely different skill set than what I have, though. Mm -hmm. So if I was for instance, to start playing jazz harp, I would need to do a lot of different types of practicing. Sure. I mean, it's a different type of music, mm -hmm. utilizing the jazz scales. Do you find that being classically trained holds you back at all from playing other forms of music? Are you too classically trained to go, <laughs> you know, play, play a country song or something? That's a great question. I'd like to think that I'm capable of playing any type of music since, you know, you basically just have to be able to read the music and count and, you know, have a good sense of rhythm. Mm -hmm. uh, I think maybe it's just I don't have many opportunities to play other types of music, you know, unless I'm gigging or I'm playing for a wedding or, you know, it's in general, you know, I, I mostly play classical and those are the type of jobs I look for. Those are the type of places that I you know, play where they want a classical harpist. Yeah. Well, I'm just dying to hear another song. I, w w would you be so kind as to play something else? Yes, I brought a, uh, a pop song that I think you'll easily recognize. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. 
Yes. That was amazing. That was extraordinary. So you can play the standards on harp. That answers that question. The, the great Harold Arlen, E.Y. Harburg wrote that, I believe. Mm. Somewhere over the rainbow. Everybody knows that. Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> Just beautiful. Now, you play in a band, but when I saw you play, it was like you're playing tonight. It was solo. Do you do solo performances a lot? Not too often. I, I'm usually performing with an orchestra, like you said. I was preparing for a competition, and so I was practicing performing in front of people because I haven't really done that in a while. It's a very different skill set than playing with an orchestra, so you kind of have to, you know, brush up every once in a while. Sure. So, yeah. When I first saw you play, it was in a small room, much smaller than this, and it still sounded amazing, and I thought, boy, i got to get you into the studio and play in that live room that they have at the clubhouse, and it's just going to sound incredible. It sounds like a dream. Oh, you know, speaking of dreams, by the way, whenever there's a television show or a movie and they do a dream sequence. Mm. They always use a harp. <laughs> they do. You, you ever do your own dream sequence? Uh, no, but let me, let me think here. Uh, hold on. Let's get it. Let's I'll, say, I'll say something and, and you respond as, as the dream. Sure. Okay. Why, it only seems like just yesterday I was... <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's great. You know, a lot of people have uh, a certain... I don't know, a stance or a style in which they play their instrument. A, trump, a trumpeter has a, a, an embouchure he's got to work on. A harp player has their own kind of stance, too. I'm sure they vary. The way you play the harp is pretty much the same universally. And the, the small variations of like how high you hold your arms or what position your hands are in, how you hold your fingers, that stuff is based on what technique you were trained in, like what style of playing you were trained in. So it just, it varies. How long are you going to be at Bard? I have another year in the program. It's a th three-year program. So yeah, this is my last year. Last year. And then what? Head, head back to Milwaukee oh, and... Uh, I would love to win a job. Uh, who knows how likely that is? So yeah, who knows? Well, that's it's one kinda... thing all musicians have in common. We're always looking for work and trying to find it and try, trying to survive and stay true to ourselves, whether we're classical musicians or jazz musicians or rock musicians or whatever. That's very whatever. true, yeah. You know, one of the parts of the show that I can't stand is when it's over and we're already winding down and it's a sign of an interesting show when I just didn't notice that the time flew right by. I would love it if you could take us out with something. I'd be happy to have you play anything. <laughs> has such a beautiful tone it's sure been great uh, to listen to and to talk to you about your career and I, I wish you the best Emily you're, you're such a nice person too well thank you so much for having me I hope you come back sometime and visit us again I'd love to <laughs> you've been listening to the Rick Z show I'm your host Rick Z produced and engineered every week by Rusty Johnson and special thanks to Paul Antonell and the Clubhouse Studios for hosting us this evening please come back next week and I promise you I'll have another interesting Hudson Valley musician to interview. We'll see you then. Music